0: Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 267. 12 Science-Based Benefits of Meditation, Part 2, by Dr. Matthew Thorpe with authoritynutrition.com, and I'm Dr. Neil. Welcome back to Optimal Health Daily, or welcome for the first time if you're new here. This is the podcast where I act as your very own personal narrator and read to you from some of the most popular health and fitness blogs online including Nerd Fitness, Ben Greenfield Fitness, and more, including today's site, Authority Nutrition. Today's episode is actually a continuation from yesterday, so if you're new here or are skipping around, you'll probably wanna hear yesterday's episode first. So yesterday, we were talking about science-based benefits of meditation. I wonder, is it possible to have my cat meditate? I realized one of my cats has become a cranky old man. So my wife and I have two cats. One of them is young, one old. The young one was sitting under the dining table, staring off into space, not paying attention to anything, maybe meditating, who knows. The old one walks right behind him and without provocation just lifts up his paw and swats at the young one right in the rump. This is for no apparent reason. Just chose to walk by and give him a solid whap. The young one gave this look like, what the heck did I do? I picked him up and made him feel better. But it's like, boy, I think my cat needs some meditation training. He's becoming really, really cranky. But it's funny because we as human beings do that too, right? We lash out at somebody for no reason. We have these thoughts in our head and someone just says the wrong thing or does the wrong thing or is just there and they're irritating us and we lash out. Well, with meditation, that may help. So with that, let's continue the post from yesterday as we optimize your life. 12 Science Based Benefits of Meditation, Part 2, by Dr. Matthew Thorpe with AuthorityNutrition.com. Number 7. Can generate kindness. Some types of meditation may particularly increase positive feelings and actions toward yourself and others. Metta, a type of meditation also known as loving kindness meditation, begins with developing kind thoughts and feelings toward yourself. Through practice, people can learn to extend this kindness and forgiveness externally first to friends, then acquaintances, and ultimately enemies. This is the one I think my cat needs. 22 studies of this form of meditation have demonstrated its ability to increase people's compassion toward themselves and others. One study of 100 adults randomly assigned to a program that included loving-kindness meditation found that these benefits were dose-dependent. In other words, the more effort people put into meta-meditation, the more positive feelings they experienced. Another group of studies showed the positive feelings people develop through meta-meditation can improve social anxiety, reduce marriage conflict, and help anger management. These benefits also appear to accumulate over time with the practice of loving-kindness meditation. Summary. Meta, or loving-kindness meditation, is a practice of developing positive feelings, first toward yourself, and then toward others. Meta increases positivity, empathy, and compassionate behavior toward others. Number eight, may help fight addictions. The mental discipline you can develop through meditation may help you break dependencies by increasing your self-control and awareness of triggers for addictive behaviors. Research has shown that meditation may help people learn to redirect their attention, increase their willpower, control their emotions and impulses, and increase their understanding of the causes behind their addictive behaviors. One study that taught 19 recovering alcoholics how to meditate found that participants who received the training got better at controlling their cravings and craving-related stress. Meditation may also help you control food cravings. A review of 14 studies found mindfulness meditation helped participants reduce emotional and binge eating. Summary. Meditation develops mental discipline and willpower and can help you avoid triggers for unwanted impulses. This can help you recover from addiction, lose weight, and redirect other unwanted habits. Number nine, improve sleep. Nearly half the population will struggle with insomnia at some point. One study compared two mindfulness-based meditation programs by randomly assigning participants to one of two groups. One group practiced meditation while the other didn't. Participants who meditated fell asleep sooner and stayed asleep longer compared to those who didn't meditate. Becoming skilled in meditation may help you control or redirect the racing or runaway thoughts that often lead to insomnia. Additionally, it can help you relax your body, releasing tension and placing you in a peaceful state in which you're more likely to fall asleep. Summary. A variety of meditation techniques can help you relax and control the runaway thoughts that can interfere with sleep. This can shorten the time it takes to fall asleep and increase sleep quality. Number 10, helps control pain. Your perception of pain is connected to your state of mind, and it can be elevated in stressful conditions. For example, one study used functional MRI techniques to observe brain activity as participants experienced a painful stimulus. Some participants had gone through four days of mindfulness meditation training, while others had not. The meditating patients showed increased activity in the brain centers known to control pain. They also reported less sensitivity to pain. One larger study looked at the effects of habitual meditation in 3,500 participants. It found that meditation was associated with decreased complaints of chronic or intermittent pain. An additional study of meditation in patients with terminal diseases found meditation may help mitigate chronic pain at the end of life. In each of these scenarios, meditators and non-meditators experience the same causes of pain but meditators showed a greater ability to cope with the pain and even experienced a reduced sensation of pain. Summary, meditation can diminish the perception of pain in the brain. This may help treat chronic pain when used as a supplement to medical care or physical therapy. Number 11, can decrease blood pressure. Meditation can also improve physical health by reducing strain on the heart. Over time, high blood pressure makes the heart work harder to pump blood, which can lead to poor heart function. High blood pressure also contributes to atherosclerosis, or narrowing of the arteries, which can lead to heart attacks and strokes. A study of 996 volunteers found that when they meditated by concentrating on a silent mantra, a repeated non-vocalized word, reduced blood pressure by about five points on average. This was more effective among older volunteers and those who had higher blood pressure prior to the study. A review concluded that several types of meditation produce similar improvements in blood pressure. In part, meditation appears to control blood pressure by relaxing the nerve signals that coordinate heart function, tension in blood vessels, and the fight-or-flight response that increases alertness in stressful situations. Summary. Blood pressure decreases not only during meditation, but also over time in individuals who meditate regularly. This can reduce strain on the heart and arteries, helping prevent heart disease. Number 12. You can meditate anywhere. People practice many different forms of meditation, most of which don't require specialized equipment or space. You can practice with just a few minutes daily. If you want to start meditating, try choosing a form of meditation based on what you want to get out of it. There are two major styles of meditation. There's focused attention meditation. This concentrates attention on a single object, thought, sound, or visualization. It emphasizes ridding your mind of attention and distraction. Meditation may focus on breathing, a mantra, or a calming sound. Then there's open monitoring meditation. This encourages broadened awareness of all aspects of your environment, your train of thought, and sense of self. It may include becoming aware of thoughts, feelings, or impulses that you might normally try to suppress. To find out which styles you like best, check out the variety of free guided meditation exercises offered by UCLA and Head in the Clouds. They're an excellent way to try different styles and find one that suits you. If your regular work and home environments do not allow for consistent, quiet alone time, consider participating in a class. This can also improve your chances of success by providing a supportive community. Alternatively, consider setting your alarm a few minutes early to take advantage of quiet time in the morning. This may help you develop a consistent habit and allow you to start the day positively. Summary. If you're interested in incorporating meditation into your routine, Try a few different styles and consider guided exercises to get started with the one that suits you. The bottom line. Meditation is something everyone can do to improve their mental and emotional health. You can do it anywhere without special equipment or memberships. Alternatively, meditation courses and support groups are widely available. There's a variety of styles too, each with different strengths and benefits. Trying out a style of meditation suited to your goals is a great way to improve your quality of life even if you only have a few minutes to do it each day. You just listened to part two of the post titled 12 Science-Based Benefits of Meditation by Dr. Matthew Thorpe with authoritynutrition.com. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over So after hearing all of these wonderful benefits, many of you are wondering, well, I don't know how to meditate. I don't know how I'm supposed to breathe. What am I supposed to focus on? I've heard so many different things. So I love that Dr. Thorpe included some resources. For me, the trickiest part of meditation, well, first of all, is finding the time to do it, putting it into my day, making sure it is scheduled, and then not letting all of those thoughts that are running through my head sabotage my meditation. But that's okay, because remember, there are really two Big forms of meditation. There are two types. And so for me, open monitoring meditation, where I let my train of thoughts kind of flow, let them express themselves rather than suppress them, I found that that works really well for me. So again, it's all about finding what works for you and committing to it. I love the idea of taking a class because then you're probably going to have to pay for it, which means you'll probably show up at the scheduled time. That's going to kind of force you to do this behavior. Now, if you want more stuff on meditation, it's actually a topic that comes up pretty frequently on my brother's podcast, Optimal Living Daily. So definitely check that out too. But he's actually gonna come on in a second and mention the show, so I'll leave it there for today. I hope you have a great rest of your day. Thank you as always for listening. Thank you for sharing this show with a friend. I'll see you on tomorrow's show where your optimal life awaits.